introing this normally. Oh. I'm Jules Rangi Heyue. And I'm Jodie Clark and welcome to our very final, very special farewell episode. You will have heard for our OG GBs, you will have heard our original theme music, Crazy by what? Tori Levette. We had to we had to do it to him. We had to chuck it, it in. Had to. The OGs will remember. Um, wow, what a throwback, Jones. What, what a, a throwback. throwback. It's the nostalgia for me, Jules. We started off so, I wouldn't say innocent, but like it was so dreamy. And then we went straight to like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was listening on the way because uh, just to set the tone, uh, Jules and I have had a really no- nice catch up today. We're recording over the weekend. I'm at Jules. We're, we're sitting on Jules's bed here. We've had a couple of Bailey and, and rice milk. Bailey and rice milk, which is our OG drink that we'd we'd have when we record. On the way over, I was listening to our very first episode, Year of Realizing Stuff, and Jules and I were just having a laugh about how <laughs> cringy we used to be. And I just it was so back then. It was so structured. So structured. Don't you remember? We'd have like exactly what we were going to say. And it's so, oh, we were just such bubbers. Such bubbers. And I just, I listened to myself speaking and in a beautiful way, I'm just not that girl anymore. Mm. I was just, as you say, I was just such a bubber. And we both were, yeah. Yeah. I was just past 25, which is fucking wild to say. It's wild. People don't realise how long we've been doing this for and... And how much we've grown along the way. It's been an incredible journey. Um, obviously, our OGs will know, but just to touch base on the journey, Jules, real quick, mm. we were connected through essentially a casting process. Yeah, it was like X Factor. It was so cringe. Which, in my view, is was so fated, Jules, mm. because I don't know if our, our paths, well, obviously, our paths would have crossed but they they cro- they crossed when they needed to. Mm. We connected. We had this idea for the show. Um, we were both so centered in what we wanted to convey and what we wanted to do for young women mm-hmm. who were like us, just wanting something relatable. You know, relatable the- and and not not these influencers who had met their um, loves of their lives in year 10 and they Mm. just I don't want to hear from I want to hear from the hot messes Mm. who were going through it and what should I do that Mm -hmm. and we just there was no gap in the market for that sorry there was a huge gap in the market for that I mean we set off with no intention to monetize ever we just wanted to simply help the fucking everyday ballers absolutely girls just like us that were just on the journey figuring it out as they go along Mm-hmm. Like all of us are. Life today is just so complicated and we wanted to be that voice for the everyday gal. And I feel that we achieved that goal. Yeah. 
And it's been a bloody journey, starting from the bedroom floor. Eventually, we were picked up by a production company called Diamantina. Shout out to the whole team. Mm -hmm. That was super exciting for us. They are an incredible bunch of people. And... For us, it was something we truly manifested. Do you remember, Jules, when we just we were manifesting on my on my floor? I was living in Newtown at the time, and we were like, oh, "Wouldn't it be so incredible if we had a studio and, <laughs> and we could rock up to the studio and record in the studio?" Like, could you imagine if someone else were to edit? We were like, "Wow, we're we're Rove McManus. Like we're big. If someone else edits our." Like that is big bucks. And we got there and we thought we, we had really made the big time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, it was it was so, so exciting for us. And I'm still so proud that we achieved, you know, every, everything that Jules and I spoke into the world as to what we wanted to achieve with this podcast, we achieved. Yeah. I think the biggest um, throwback would be Imogen Anthony. Yes. i got to say... Like, I don't know, two years ago, we sent Imogen. <laughs> yes. Fuck, we were cringe. <laughs> Fuck it hell. We sent Imogen like a cassette tape to her fucking personal address. And when she opened it, it would say like, hey, Imogen, we, we're, our name's Jules and Jones and we're from Good Bitch, blah, blah, blah. And we just thought the fact that she reposted us, we were like, oh, my God, we've hit big time. And then a year later, she actually came on and did her first ever podcast recording. with. And Good she's Bitch. like an acquaintance now. Yes, I was just with her on the weekend. Like, isn't that wild? Isn't that wild? Um, oh. So I guess I guess we got to address the elephant in the room. Yes, that everyone wants to know why we why why we are ending Goodwitch. Um, I'm gonna I'll say what I think. Yeah, you kick us yeah. off. You kick us off. It, there, Jodes and I are huge, as all of you GBs would know, if that. If so, you got to listen to your intuition, mm-hmm. and if something is no longer right for you, mm-hmm. it's time to evolve. It's time to shed. It's time for the next chapter. And in my heart of hearts, that is the crux of it. It's just that we just the emotions that we used to feel were good, bitch. Were no longer being brought up. Was no. It was really. It just started to feel. It just didn't bring us joy as much joy as it once did. It was the highlight of our fucking week back in the day. It Absolutely just didn't feel as much was. joy. And, we're, yeah, we're big believers in if it's not good, you know, if it's not right for your soul anymore to to move on. But what about, what's your take? I mean, again, we say this a lot, same page as always. And it's been interesting, Jules and I were speaking the other day about just observing, obviously, the overwhelming feedback when we announced um, – our separation, separate. if you the will. Divorce. The divorce. The divorce. The divorce dolls on Instagram, the overwhelming – I'm still trying to get back to everyone in my DMs. Mm-hmm. Like just the overwhelming response but also just that level of confusion. People are still not comfortable with this response around it's not feeling right for us. So we want to move on. We want to move on. It's all love but we want to close out this chapter. People have to think that there's some – you know, something's happened or there's Mm. some all-encompassing fear. No, it's just we want to practice what we preach. You wouldn't stay in a romantic relationship that was no longer serving Mm you. Mm -hmm. So that mentality should also relate to your transfer, to your personal and professional relationships. I agree with everything you said, Jules. 
it isn't bringing us the same joy. People need to understand that it's been almost three years since Jules and I met in 2019. Mm -hmm. We met before COVID and all of our lives have changed so much. Dramatically. Dramatically. Jules and I aren't even living. We've changed houses. We've been through eight boyfriends each. <laughs> At least. Unemployment, employment, freelance. So, I mean, and that's the beauty of Good Bitch. It was, and, and for a lot of you listeners, it was the one constant in our lives. Exactly. And it brought us, didn't it just bring us... It was such a safe space for us, Jules, for such a long time. Mm -hmm. And it brought us such fulfillment because at the core, we knew that we were helping people. Yes. And no one will ever see the GBs that we, uh, sorry, the DMs that we read, the voice messages that we received, the emails we received, the touching messages that will always be so close to our heart. No one will truly ever understand what we went through and, and the, the essence of the journey aside from us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's just time to close out this chapter in our lives. Mm -hmm. I'm not the same person I was when I met you, Jules. Mm -hmm. You're not the same person you were when mm -hmm. I met you. And we want different things. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a Swifty, but there is a beautiful song by Taylor Swift. Oh, you've got to insert it, are you? Maybe the ah, end. Here we go. I'll here see, she is. I'll see if I'll see how it plays out in the edit. I'll see what I'm vibing. But there's a song called "It's Time to Go," and that song's all about really listening to your gut in your soul. and blocking out the noise and doing what's right, what's for, right you. for you. And Jules and I have had many private conversations, it's time to go. and this is what feels right to us. So we really hope that you just support us in that. And you never know how. We might come together down the line. It's not a it's not a goodbye, it's just a see you soon. Exactly. We're still in each other's lives. Yeah. But there's other things we want to explore. I will say as well, mm. a testament to our bond yes. is that it's so funny. Jodes and I individually, we always say we're, you know, four legs, one brain. Yes. Jodes and I individually were both feeling some type of way. Yes. And we came together, I don't know, like a month and a half ago. And we just laid everything out on the table and we were like, love you, but this isn't right for me anymore. Yeah. And I think, GBs, that can be a whole lesson within itself. It's mm -hmm. just putting your cards on the table. You would be shocked at the other party's response. Mm. A lot of the time they're actually thinking the exact same way. Exactly. And, yeah, like we're not going to sugarcoat it for you, GBs. This is a real relationship. We have had some confronting conversations, mm -hmm. but – They've always been handled with respect mm -hmm. and we've always said, Jules, that what we've built together will override anything else. Anything else. It doesn't matter if we're not always in agreement on something personally. What we've built professionally will always shine through and the respect and the love that we have for our community, we're always going to put them first. And I want to honour us for even how we've navigated this whole the divorce. Yeah. <laughs> the farewell tour. <laughs> it's been an exit strategy though because, mm. you know, it is a lesson also in, in conflict management for people. When you're on the same page, things aren't feeling great, you know, but there is a, a mutual respect and a, and a deep love there for what you've built together. How do you go about ending something in the right way? Mm. So, And as you said the other day, Jules, which I loved – about ending things on a really high vibration mm -hmm. so we can look back in future and say, 
I'm really proud of how we handled that. I'm really proud of how we honoured that chapter in our lives. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I think just two strong women coming together. Like, mm. yeah, I think this whole, the way that we've handled it, I'm not giving like props to us, but yeah. it's so beautiful and there's no resentment there that like with breakups and with everything, I know that GBs, that's probably oh. 90% of the reason why you tune in is to hear yeah. our dating advice. It can be managed well if you have – if respect rises above love. Or yeah. like I honestly think respect, respect is paramount. Yeah, I think you're right. I think respect comes first because you can you can love someone and but still not treat them the and best. And still not treat them the way that they deserve. But I think with us, mm. even through our ups and downs and navigating everything and mm. navigating the changes in our lives, there's been that respect there and – we know each other's hearts as well mm-hmm. and we're only human. We can't be perfect all the time but, mm. as I said, good bitch will always be what binds us together. And still, please still come up to this. We're not actually ending the episode. We've yeah. actually got a lot of good things we want to talk yeah. about. We just wanted to address it head on. We just want to address it head on. Please still come up to us in the street and let us know that you're good bitches because there is such a soft spot. People obviously after the fucking reality TV stint, they come up to me all the time. As soon as they say, I know like you're good, like your jewels from good bitch. I'm like, Oh, you, you're like, so you're the best. Like yeah. you're, you're cream of the crop. Love That you. would just make my whole day. But Hey, we're not ending right now. And we probably will do a, a few heartfelt thank yous at the end. Yes. Jodes, I want to know like mm. favorite episodes, favorite guests, all of that jazz, highlights, lowlights, may, maybe not lowlights, but highlights. What was your favourite episode? Absolutely. Let's get into it. I mean, it's hard to pick one when they're just all so gorgeous, doll. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, some the, the time when I went to Perth was atrocious. Oh, but you know what was cracking me up? I was listening in the car to um, Year of Realising Stuff, our first independent episode I'll call it that in 2020 Jan of 2020 and you were saying I'm never gonna go back to Perth (laughs) (laughs) when you've got zero dollars to your name and you can't pay rent sometimes you do have to go back to Perth oh bless us bless it was a beautiful time you've been back maybe I don't know five times or something (laughs) since then but in terms of my favorite episodes I do love don't call me crazy I, that was my favorite of yours. Yeah, I loved, did you love that one? I loved, I loved the way you were in that episode. Really, I loved it. I loved hearing about your dad. I loved. That's a really, it was really powerful because not a lot of people can get, actually tell us the flip side of the coin, mm. and you were able to give our audience. It, it, it was such a privilege to sit. Oh, in, thank you, Jules. That I loved that episode too, and it. Yeah. Really brought out the feminist in us as well. Um, I loved everything we stood for in that episode. Um, what about you? What, what what episode really resonated with you? I absolutely loved Your Vagina is Normal. Oh, yeah. I just think the it's really not spoken about uh, uh, the way um, vulvas look and mm-hmm. how we grew up mm-hmm. in that era. Mm. And, you know, like and I had admitted that, thank fuck, I'm not, I don't know, five years younger because I think I would have actually gotten rhinoplasty or whatever it is. Mm. And it's those episodes where we're actually slightly too scared to talk about. They do the the best. We had mm. so many messages come through saying, 
I went to the doctor last week, but after hearing your episode, I've decided that no, my vagina is normal. I hate even using that word, mm. but we find that it's always those subjects that we're like, Ooh. I also obviously for selfish reasons, cause it was quite therapeutic for me was the, I hate the way I look on TV. Mm, I love that one too. Mm. And just talking about obviously my body dysmorphia and things that have come to light. Funny enough, during the duration of this podcast yeah, <laughs> with TikTok and stuff. And obviously I've discovered there was probably an undiagnosed eating disorder along the way and mm. all that jazz. Might put a trigger warning at the start of this ep, But it was really, yeah, these are probably for selfish reasons, but I loved the ones that like after I walked away, I felt like a better human. Yeah, wow. It shows the power of self-expression, hey? And when you're really walking in your truth and your vulnerability really hits hard really hits hard for people Mm -hmm. they really respect it Mm -hmm. um i love those episodes um special mentions as well on the on the funny end the podcast is cock blocking (laughs) us there's an if you haven't listened to it there's an episode called the podcast is cock blocking us jules and i had the absolute shits because we were so sick of men turning us down because they were so intimidated intimidated by the fact that we had this audience and we had this podcast and so we did an episode on it also talk dirty to I me i love talk dirty to me i love that episode i do i've got to say i do love our og apps because there was no um brands or there was no we were just fucking on your bedroom floor mm. sweating our asses off through that summer of 2020 oh. we were i was i still am a crate well, we're not gonna use crazy here but i still am <laughs> hectic but we were extra hectic. Yeah. Like I was fucked but that's what <laughs> in I'm the saying. best way. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like we have changed so much and I've, I've written here in the notes, 2020 was a powerful year for us. Mm. That year was so important because that was the year that we decided to really produce this podcast on our own. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We, we, we brought all the gear ourselves and I think we were just – so excited by the prospect of creating on our own terms. Yeah. And you can hear that passion in the episodes. You can hear us. We had so much to say mm. and so much to talk about. And every week would be like, let's do this. Let's talk about this. I want to laugh about this. And it just it just flowed. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was before the fucking, before the, the dark times. Which that we was before. Not before. That was, that was BC. That was before. That was before COVID, BC. That, <laughs> that was before COVID. Um, okay, let's get on to, I want to know what was you, who was your favorite guest? Favorite guest. Well, I mean, I love all our guests because, <clears throat> you know, we always chose with such intention, mm-hmm. but I think for me, Stacey June really impacted me because obviously we are huge fans of the Thinker, the thinker Girls. The Thinker Girls. And I was in a really tough spot. Um, when Stacey came on the show and she was just able to really hold space for me in a beautiful way. I, I started crying in the studio and I was really burnt out and she suggested this book to me mm. which changed the game. Um, she she is someone who just gets it. She gets she it. She just gets it because obviously she went um, through all her stuff with Thinker Girls. Obviously yes. they had the dream kind of uh, career got their, their path radio that we had. Deal. Yeah. And then, um, you know, it ended and everything. So she has been, because she can talk exactly from experience of having a partnership between mm. two strong women, mm, she mm, just mm. fucking got it. And I think that was, it was really important for us to hear. And we, we speak so highly of Stacey. So I know she'll probably be listening, which is, just so still gives me shivers to this day because I used to look up to her 
and yes, the Thinker Girls. and we still do. We still do, sorry. Um, I would say for mine, I was so shook at Denny Trotovich. Yes. Their energy was unmatched and we love all of our guests. Obviously, it's much easier, you know, we've probably got bias at guests that can actually come in to the yes. studio because we, we feed off energy. But their energy was just so fun and playful yet so um, professional. And all of our guests are professional. Yes. But I just I, – I felt like I was having – I felt like I was at boneless brunch with one of my best girlfriends. Absolutely. Well, Denny is someone that really knows who they are. <clears throat> they are They've so – They're so strong in, in their story and I think it's so inspiring and – even I was blown away mm-hmm. by that episode, and um, oh, was this you were so hungover? Was I? That was after your thirty um, first. You were so oh, hungover. Remember, was it I? was Monday, and you was you were like sh- you came in shaking with your glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> you came in literally. I was like, hey, man, because obviously I bend her all the time. So I'm like. Let's go, let's go. You were just like, I can't ever party with you again. Fuck off. Like, you were hurting. But I think that's why, because we just, it was a Monday evening. It was when they could fit us in because they were coming to Sydney with their busy schedule. That's right. So we just kind of rocked up to the studio. We didn't really know what to expect, I'll be honest. Mm. Um, And they just blew us away. Afterwards, I was like, I feel like getting back on it. Like, this is so fun. The most incredible episode. And also such a beautiful way for us to really just learn more about their journey mm. and it, it really opened my eyes. It was, it was such a special app. Yeah. But let's get into what actually surprised us with guests. What, is there anything that threw us uh, sort of off centre with a guest? I would say as a blanket statement, mm. each one of them threw me off, kind of pulled the rug from underneath me because yeah. you forget that these people at, at the crux of it – they're entertainers. Yes. So who they are on social media is not who and, – and fucking props to them. If you can make money of putting up a mask and being able to take it off at the end of the day, props to you. Yeah. I would say the standout one for me, hmm, Brent was very different to what I expected him to be. I think Lucinda Froome's price, obviously I know her on a personal level, mm. but it, it's a testament to those people that – their persona online and how they make money is not who they are because they're such good actors and entertainers. Absolutely. That's what surprised me. Who surprised you? They know how to create a brand, mm-hmm, essentially. Mm-hmm. For me, the overarching comment is the general vulnerability of all of our guests. Mm-hmm. They, When you've got someone sitting in front of you face-to-face with a mic that you've never met before, it was surprising to me the nerves that you'd witness, mm-hmm. and I think people were also taken aback by. I'm not trying to toot our own horn here, Jules, but how professional we are. They're so shocked, but that—that's exactly what I was just talking about. The mm. the people you are online for us, good bitches, a business. We know exactly what we're doing. So when they get jump in the studio and we're like, we sound like fucking radio presenters. We get that all the time. They're like, this sounds like a radio show. Mm. It's like, well, we've been working on this for three years. We don't fuck around with our GBs. They're family to us. We want to give them some, something decent. And I hope you GBs felt that because we turned down so many guests 
because we didn't feel like they were teaching us anything new. And I said that probably sounds so mean, but mm. all of our guests were so well thought out because we were like, what are they going to bring to our GB's knowledge, yeah. our GB's life? Exactly, because otherwise you could just get that same content anywhere. Yeah. It has to be real. It has to be grounded in the spirit of, you know, two good bitches just trying, trying to, to live, live good lives. lives. If it's not centered in, you know, what the show's really about, well, it's it's not going to be true for our our babies, our GBs. Our GBs yeah. um, should we get into highlights? Were there any special times? Ooh, yes. Any really special? So, I mean, there's so many memories of this journey, but are there any that stand out for you, Jules? I still love, called me old fashioned, <laughs> I still love confessions. Mm. I just, I miss feeling vanilla every week because our GBs are dirty dogs. And I miss <laughs> just hearing about their threesomes, foursomes, fivesomes, and fucking a barley villa squirting everywhere. <laughs> Like I, I miss that and I love that people actually, I think I, I feel so grateful that people sat behind their computer and wrote us out these paragraphs for us to have content, for us to yes. read out. I also, just popping in here, yeah. Um, I loved when we asked um, our guests what's something you've never told anyone before. Because mm. sometimes it was a bit, I'm not going to lie, sometimes they were fucking boring. <laughs> but other times I was like, whoa, yeah. that is deep and dark and that is good bit. That's on God. That's on yeah. good bitch. That's on brand, baby. Yeah. What about you, my darling? Yeah. Um, absolutely. I mean, we've always had a soft spot for our confessions. Um, but for me, it sounds kind of naff, but... The highlight for me has always been this journey of self-discovery. It might be a bit self selfish, but in the process of pouring my heart out every week and being so vulnerable every week, I've learned so much about myself. So much. It's actually crazy. And because we're talking out, we're talking out different themes and tomics and how we feel and, and what that means. And we're really doing a deep dive. We've done every bloody topic under the sun. It's almost like I've I've given myself free therapy. Mm, I'm with you Do there. you feel that way? It's it's like been almost, this podcast has been so therapeutic for me and when I listen to those initial episodes, I, I'm hearing a girl that I don't recognise because I've come so far. Mm-hmm. I know, I feel so battered and weathered now. <laughs> but no, I'm with you, I'm with you. I feel like at the start it was all about like, who am I fucking? What bender am I going on? And yes, of course, I still like to have a lot of fun. But now it's more so, fuck, a lot of a lot has come to light. Yeah. A lot. But also, Jodes, I think that my, uh, my relationship with you, and we're, we're holding off the tears until the last bit. Okay. But my relationship with you, especially, to have someone as a soundboard for three years who talks to you 28 times a day, <laughs> like you've held up a mirror of to my pros, but also my cons. Do you know what I mean? Like I've learned so much through this working relationship. I, I mean, I feel the same way, Jules. I've learned so much about myself through you as well. It's just been, I'm not crying. We're not crying. Okay, <laughs> let's let's hold off. Let's hold off because I want to talk about, okay, uh, yes, we've talked about episodes, but what's your favourite, like Jules and Joe's moment, a good bitch memory, shall I say? I mean, one... Off, off the mic. Off, yeah, off mic. Off mic. Like, I know we captured this content um, on our socials, but Mardi Gras? Was it Mardi, oh. Mardi Gras 2021? Can we insert rain on me, Lady Gaga? Yeah. Rain, rain, rain on, on me. me. Okay, sorry, go on. 
Mardi Gras 2021, baby. That shit went hard. Jules and I took our beautiful producer at the time, Blake. Blake Mains, yep. Shout out, my our baby. Our baby boy. Baby boy. Um, he was, I'm not going to spill out his personal business, but mm. he was going through a, a personal journey himself mm-hmm. in, in respect to his sexuality. And we really wanted to hold a safe space for him, this beautiful, beautiful boy, and, and bring him along to essentially our Christmas. Christmas, birthday, Easter's, um, bar mitzvahs rolled into one. It was Mardi Gras. Yeah. And yeah, when we were talking to Blake and I think it was like, I don't know, the Wednesday or something. And we were like, oh, so what are you doing for Mardi Gras? Because he's the most beautiful gay man. Mm. He was like, oh, I've actually never been. And, you, you know, our hearts dropped and we were like, what do you mean? He was like, no, no, I've, I've never experienced Mardi Gras. Like he was, he had recently come out and that's kind of all I'll say about that. Yes. And we were like, oh, no, no, no. You need to come with us. Yes. Get ready, buckle up. And wow, what a, uh, what a day. I mean, what are three days for me? What a, what a day. <laughs> it was probably a couple of days for me. I think it was about three days for you. Oh, that was the best time. Oh, that was so fun. It was so much fun. The, the, yeah. I think, I, I think we went to maybe five different venues before we even hit the stadium. <laughs> but, I mean, shout out to our, our boy Blake. That yeah. was such a special memory. Mm-hmm. But I think also, Jules, we need to get into the pub that really bound us all together. I mean, it's a <laughs> sacred spot. Um, some people go to temples. Some people go to church. We go to Bar Cleveland and... Wow, has Bar Cleveland seen some shit? They've seen some shit. They've seen tears. They've seen <laughs> fights. I think I fucking hooked up by the pool table. <laughs> Bar Cleveland, that will always hold a very special spot in my heart because before and after potty, well, before we'd potty, we'd always have one drink or two, depending on how early we were. After potty, we'd have like three bottles of rosé. And anyone who I ended up seeing on a Friday night can back how fucked up I always was. Um, Bar Cleveland, the real VIPs, they gave us – we <laughs> spent so much time there, GBs. They said, do you girls want our membership? And this was reserved for like their 60-year-old alcoholics and here they are giving these two 20-year-old girls their own membership. I've got to say that's going to be my highlight. I loved it. It still stands. Our membership still stands. I even hooked up with Olin Techers there. <laughs> Keep that in or edit it out. Keep it in. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like it's the we last said, one. Fuck it. Like we said. Fuck it. Bar Cleveland seen some shit, and it's also next door to our production company, so we'd have many a meeting there. Many- meeting. That's what we'll call them. Meetings. <laughs> meetings. So we want to start wrapping up, but we just need to say a huge thank you to people who have helped us and who truly always believed in us yeah they believed in us from the jump obviously the first person that comes to mind is miles yeah jody's beautiful beautiful housemate who taught us everything that we know today katie jody's other housemate they're actually in a couple my wifey i call her my wifey Um, i love you so much my girl yeah she they have been the pillars of like they are with the foundation of good bitch um, Chantel Schmidt, um, someone who once again backed us when we didn't back ourselves. Absolute um, boss, bitch. Boss, Capricorn, bitch, energy. Love her so much. Love her so, so much. One of my besties. 
Um, our friends and family. Um, our friends who would always tune in, um, even if they knew what we got up to on the weekends. We weren't saying anything new. They just wanted us to get the listens in. There's been so, – I mean, I don't I, – I d- we don't have the time to list everyone, but our you friends know. and family have really rallied behind this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's been a real team effort. Yeah. But, yeah, we really want to hold space for our, you know, to say thank you to our friends and family because they were always there for us to talk through, you know, content. They helped build the content because they were all, yeah. they were an integral part of our lives and this show has been such a reflection of our lives. So mm-hmm. we really want to honour all our friends and family that supported us. Mm-hmm. The brands we worked with, the uh, all the guests that came, like the, the guests, and these are fucking – some of them, as you would have heard, GBs, are fucking big time guests and we never paid anyone a cent. They just came, mm. they used their own money to get there, to get mm-hmm. obviously, which fucking shout drinks and all that. But still, they, they took time out of their working day to come and help us with our podcast. And it meant so much. So much. It, it meant, meant so, so much, much to us because we're not a bloody, you know, we're not a shameless or a call her daddy. So the fact that these, these people really resonated with our message mm-hmm. and, and really, you know, wanted to spare their time meant so much. We also want to honour the production companies that supported us along the way. Um, even, you know, shout out to Andrew who first brought us together. Shout out Andrew Mezcal, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Andrew who brought us together. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have met. We wouldn't have met. Right? And and as we mentioned, shout out to DM Podcasts as well who have been so supportive over the last, what, year and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they're such, great. Such great boys. They're great people. They're just great people. And also we want to honour any brand that has ever invested in us, yep. worked with us, sent us freebies, the amount of bloody free drinks we got. I know. Uh, you know what? My whole uh, – I'm so, if I – my now. Na- if my life never equates to anything, at least we got sent a goon bag and a thousand vibrators. I mean, that's, oh, that's what counts. Beautiful. That's, that's beautiful. That's gorgeous. That is. That's beautiful. The message of that. I love that. Well, before we say thank you to our GBs, I want to say thank you to Jodes. As you GBs would have heard, the bond Jodes and I have is unmatched. <laughs> and I think that's what breaks our heart the most is that we won't be seeing each other every week. We're still such good friends and she lives in the next suburb, but when you have built a home out of nothing, it is a testament to two people who truly believed in helping others. And, you know, every time I had... My dark days, you were up and you carried it and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And everything that I am not, you are. And I'm so proud of the woman that you have become, that you are becoming. It's been so witness. It's been so beautiful to witness your journey from your 20s to your 30s and being able to spend every birthday with you. It's truly an honour. And it's not sad, even though I'm crying. I'm just so grateful because to have a bond like this doesn't happen to everyone. And I'm just so grateful for you. And I want to say thank you so much. Oh, Jules. How am I supposed to top a speech like that? Oh, probably by speaking clearly, which (laughs) I clearly can't do. For goodness sake. I mean, you just said it so beautifully. 
it's hard to put into words our bond and I'm not going to sugarcoat it and act like everything's always been peachy keen. It shouldn't be though. It's that's business. Not, that's not normal. Yes, mm-hmm. Jules and I have had our ups and downs. Yes, we've had our fights. Yes, we've had those moments when we've been absolutely angry with each other. But also in the same vein, there's been those moments when we've been so obsessed and in love mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like a true relationship. So in love with each other and just... You know, apologies to my other friends because Jules was really the star of my life for the last three years. No one would ever contest ever how much love I have for Jules and, you know, how much I've poured into this relationship. And I really loved what you said about what you lack, I hold up for you. How did, I don't know how you said that, but it was so beautiful the way you put that, like, you know, your strengths are my weaknesses and vice versa. And that's what's made this partnership so beautiful mm-hmm. is that we are so different. Mm-hmm. And same, and it's a good thing for the GBs as well because they hear fucking three sides to a story. It's the, tr- it's the true yin and yang. And I think I've been grieving this. And maybe that's why I'm, I'm not such a wreck yeah. today. I've been grieving this, you know, not just the podcast, but I've been grieving this relationship for months. Mm-hmm. I'm getting emotional. That's like, right. I feel good now. So you can get emotional yeah. and I'll be strong. I'm yeah. good now. I've been grieving this relationship for months because obviously the universe is taking us in different directions. And it's 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 a powerful thing. And I'm so excited to see where we take this experience, right? Mm-hmm. And everything we've learned. And the, there's been a lot. <laughs> There's been a lot of learnings. Everything we've taken from this journey and this experience, I'm so excited to see what's next. And I just think we'll we'll always honor this relationship, the ups and downs, the ins and outs. We've stuck by each other's side for that long because there is a, a genuine respect there. Mm-hmm. And it is going to be hard not seeing you every week and texting you every day. We really have really talked every day. Every day, yeah. Yeah. So... It's, it's going to be interesting taking space from this relationship, but what I hope for us is that we'll always stay in each other's lives. Mm-hmm. And even if we take space now, I want us to catch up down the line. and Yeah. Have too many Proseccos at Bar Cleveland. One love that always brought us together was the love we had for our good bitches. So we're going I to can't. end this episode. I actually can't. <laughs> GB's. Thank you so much. I think on our first day that we released our episode, we got 16 listens. <laughs> to, you know, obviously it's no surprise we have thousands of listens now. And we need to thank each and every one of you for tuning in weekly, for believing in us and at times we didn't believe in ourselves, for truly being the heart and soul of Good Bitch. On the days that Jodes and I didn't want to continue with this, we'd always get, like clockwork, we'd get the most amazing email or DM saying, you don't understand, I've been near suicide, you guys helped me, I've been, I've hated my life and then you guys brought me so much happiness and joy, etc. I'm not trying to toot our own horns, I'm just giving them facts. No, but some really, really he- heavy stuff. Heavy stuff that not at times we've even been equipped with and we've just been absolutely thrown by the impact that this podcast has had on people. Mm-hmm. It's thrown us and at times where we've wanted to, you know, 
what take a break because we felt drained. We're thrown in the towel. Yeah. We've been like we can't because these they need us. Mm-hmm. This, these are our babies and they need us. Like that's how personal the show is to us. It's unlike anything else I've ever created before. Actually, I, I genuinely I feel like every good bitch that interacts with us. I'm like, oh, you're my best friend. <laughs> there's it, a it, there's there an instant bond instant, and rapport. Instant rapport. We are so. I feel I know I'm not saying this crying because I've, mm. I've just let it out but like the amount of love and gratefulness mm. we have to the GBs is uh, there are no words there's no words we love each and every one we see all of you I feel like listing your names because well, I could tell you like we my, know who they I are. literally think you're my best friend we know who they are anyway yeah so should we say goodbye or what's we love you all we thank you all. We hope you will continue to support our journey at Jules Rangi and at I am Jody Clark. You know, it's not over for us. We're just we're just ending this beautiful chapter and we're taking separate paths for now. For now. But we love you so much. Thank you so and much. We won't see you next Tuesday. <laughs> we will see you in the future. I have to go because we're both going to cry. We just love you so much and we love each other and we love you and we're going to go, okay? <laughs> I have to end it because none of us has to hang up the phone. Love you, bitches. Love you. We love you forever. Good bitch forever. That my best friend. She a real bad bitch.